Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Refuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Rav Amitai Ben Shoshana and Rechamalea Basara. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the yurt site of Shlomo Ben Edward, as well as in loving memory of Leah Mincha, Bas Yaakov Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, and Yerachmir Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is a double Torah portion, Parshas Nitzavim and Vayelech, Covenant of Unity. The first of our Torah portions, Parshas Nitzavim, is always read on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, because it has some of the most fundamental principles in all of Judaism. We begin with Moshe Rabbeinu gathering his people that he has led out of Egypt one final time. He emphasizes that we are all identical and equal in the eyes of our Creator, of our Father in Heaven. He reiterates the covenant that God made with our forefathers, that we are His people for eternity, and it remains so till this very day. Like the Pasuk says, And I make this covenant and its curses not with you alone, ki es asher yeshna poi imanu hayoyim asher einenu poi imanu hayoyim but with those who are standing with us today before God and those who are not standing here today. And Moshe then calls the heaven and earth as witnesses as he pleads with the nation to choose God, His Torah, and a blessed life. And I call the heaven and earth as witnesses that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curses. Therefore, choose life so you and your children may live a long life. However, a question comes to mind. Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu that there will be a time when the nation will defy him by serving other gods and causing him to break the covenant that he has made with our forefathers where he has made with us. And in the heat of the moment, Hashem will allow our enemies to rise up and conquer us, heaven forbid. And he tells Moshe to write this song as witness for the Jewish people. Write this song and teach it to your children. Place it in their mouth so that this song will be for me as a witness for the Jewish nation. But why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why does God refer to this gloomy prediction as a melody, as a tune, as a song to be sung? Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading Torah commentary, answers this question with a simple explanation. He writes that the song Hashem is referring to is next week's Torah portion, Hazinu, known as Shiraz Hazinu. The first Chabad Rebbe, Rav Shneir Zalman of Liadi, writes in Shulchan Aruch that it is a known custom to learn Parshas Hazinu by heart and recite it each day for success, for a long life, and for happiness. However, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rav Menachem Schneerson gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He quotes Rashi's earlier interpretation of the words, Anuchi astir astir panai, I will hide my face from them. And Rashi writes, It is like I don't see their pain. The Lubavitch Rebbe writes that Rashi's use of the word, It is like, is specific and definite. 
It is only like God has abandoned the Jewish nation. It is only like God doesn't see the pain of his people. For God has never abandoned the Jewish nation, and nor will he ever forsaken the people that he has chose to be his representative here on earth. In the happiest of times, or the opposite, heaven forbid, God is directly and in the middle of his people. And although we may not be aware of his presence, which is the intent of the concealment, our Creator, our Father in Heaven, is intricately involved and engaged in every aspect of our lives. The concealment is only there to inspire us, to re-engage, to reconnect, to restore our relationship with our Maker, with our Father in Heaven. The Lubavitch Rebbe continues that these words are like a song meant to uplift us in dire circumstances. When the concealment is persistent, when the disguise is intense, these words are the tune, these words are the melody of our salvation. And we know that our bris, that our covenant with God is strong as long as we sing this song and shout these words. As long as we teach these words to our children, we will know that God's promise, God's bond to us is unbroken and is intact. As the Pesach writes, Write this song for you and your children and place it in their mouths. So this song will be for me as a witness for the Jewish nation. This profound lesson is ever more relevant as Jews worldwide join those already saying slichas, the communal prayer of atonement, late Saturday night, late this Monte Shabbos. The feelings in the days leading before our day of judgment, Rosh Hashanah, may be slightly intimidating. Our emotions may be running high as we reflect on the past year's actions. But as long as we stand united as Moshe instructed, we can be confident that we will overcome all and merit to see the ultimate redemption with the coming of Mashiach. And this call to action of unity and connection is as relevant and appropriate for our physical everyday life as it is necessary for our spiritual existence. In our daily interactions with others, we have the opportunity to foster unity through acts of kindness, compassion, and understanding. These small gestures, like a helping hand or a listening ear, create an environment where we all thrive, where our direction is clear, and the path to our godly potential is unmistakable and ready to be achieved. There is a beautiful quote that I once read. A single candle can illuminate a room, but a community of candles can light up the world. Have a meaningful Shabbos and an inspiring week leading up to Rosh Hashanah. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.